Welcome to Beekeeping Buzz, the fun and informative podcast for beekeepers and bee enthusiasts. Each week, our team of experienced beekeepers share the latest buzz on all things bees. We bring you tips and tricks for managing your hive, updates on the latest bee research, and interviews with expert beekeepers. We'll cover it all. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Checking in on the queen bee now and then is good practice. Although beekeepers don't always have to see her to know a colony is thriving, in some situations it is essential. This episode walks you through marking a queen so that she's easy to identify every time you inspect a hive. In the first step, you'll need to identify the queen. Spotting her amongst so many similar-looking bees can be a challenge. Check the frame with the most bees and look for eggs. That's where she's more likely to be. When you first pick up a frame, pay careful attention to see if she tries to jump ship. It's common for her to leap onto a nearby frame if she feels exposed. Once you find the queen, it's time to isolate her from the rest of the colony. There are several ways you can do this. A queen catcher uses handles that you squeeze to open a set of jaws and catch the queen. Once closed, the queen is too big to escape, but the worker bees can. The queen catcher is a safe, secure way to isolate the queen. Beekeepers may prefer using their fingers to gently pick her up, taking extreme care not to cause any damage. You can use latex gloves, but avoid anything thicker as this work requires delicate, precise work. A push-in cage can also be used to isolate the queen. It is a type of mesh square that you can stick into wax with prongs. The queen is too big to escape. The next step is to mark the queen. Try to paint the top center of the thorax. You want to mark the hard part, not just the hairs. Consider using a queen marking tool if you use a queen catcher. This gadget is much like a syringe without the needle. There is a tube that you pop the queen into, then insert a plunger. A piece of sponge helps protect the queen from injury, and at the other end is mesh, which makes it easy to mark the bee's thorax. Once you paint the queen, allow a few minutes for the paint to dry before releasing her back to the hive. If you pick the queen up with your fingers, delicately hold her by the legs. The easiest way to get this done is to let the queen hold onto your index finger, then keep her legs in place with your middle finger and thumb. Using a push-in cage makes marking the queen a simple process. Once her movement is restricted, simply apply the paint. The final stage of marking the queen is to release her back to the colony. Open the hive and place her on top of a brood frame. If you used a queen marking tool, allow the queen to walk out. You don't have to worry about rejection. The marking process is quick. There is a wide range of paints for marking queen bees. But whatever product you choose, ensure it's non-toxic and safe for queen bees. Posca offers a range of water-based art pens that come in various colors. Correction fluids are also good options. Look for an applicator pen rather than the brush, which is usually too broad for a small thorax. The downside to using correction fluid is that it only comes in white. This choice isn't suitable if you want to use different colors to indicate the age of the queen. You can use Humbral Enamel Paint, which is popular with model makers and available in a wide range of colors. While the paint quality is good, it takes a bit longer to dry, and dealing with a tiny tin can be fiddly when you're in the outdoors. While it isn't essential to mark a queen bee following the international color code, it helps identify the age of your queen. The colors used are white, yellow, red, green, and blue. Refer to a color guide for more advice on this.